Welcome to the realities of being single with your host, Tanja Withers. This is the place for all things single. Please visit our website at www.tanjaewithers.com. So sit back, relax, and listen in to this episode. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on what time you are listening to this podcast. Welcome to the realities of being single. I am your host, Tanja Withers. Thank you so much for joining me today. So this episode is pretty much going to be a recap of my life, as well as I have to make a very public confession. So prepare yourselves for the public confession that I'm about to give. So in the meantime, let's go back to the year in review of 2022. So as we are about to close another year as of the making of this podcast, this episode, I had to reflect on this past year and everything that has taken place in my life, the positive, the negative, and all in between. So the beginning of the year was pretty decent. It wasn't bad. I was just literally going with the flow. No ifs, ands, or buts, just riding the wave and grateful for what I had. Then the summertime came. Summertime changed everything for me, physically, spiritually, emotionally, everything. So as I stated in a previous video, Um, I had some issues going on with my family life. Um, I was hospitalized. It was only overnight, but it was still, it was a lot. It had to deal with my heart. Um, Changing jobs, you know, moving from one job to another and, you know, just doing a whole lot of other things. So... And also, I have been very heavily involved with my church as far as um, doing ministry there for the singles, as well as me being one of the associate pastors of my church. So we had a lot going on this year as well. So a lot has taken place this year. And... um, as the as of the last taping of my episode, there have been a few more things that have been added to my plate since then, which I choose not to disclose publicly. But for the most part, it's just it's been a challenging year for me. But that also gives me hope in preparation for what's going to happen in 2023. 
It gives me hope to see what's going on. It gives me hope to know what to look forward to. It gives me hope to see what the Lord has in store for my life. And this I know beyond a shadow of a doubt. It's definitely going to be better than 2022. That's for sure. But be that as it may. I'm grateful for my life because depression is real. And I was in a dark place for a little bit, not enough to unalive myself, but enough that it was a cause for concern. But I'm grateful to God that I didn't go down that black hole, knowing that I could have. Because um, as of the death of um, Stephen Twitch Boss, for some reason, his um, him unaliving himself struck a chord with me. And granted, I didn't follow his career as much as a lot of people I knew have, but the way he took himself out bothered me. Now I understand what my triggers are. So I actually did a, I'm not gonna say it was a confession, but what I'm going to say is it was a, here's some things to take into consideration as someone who has tried to un them, unalive themselves on more than one occasion. I did that video on TikTok. If you're not following me on TikTok, you should. Uh, my handle is Tanja underscore E underscore Withers. You should follow me. That video resonated with so many people. As I mentioned my struggle and talked about the amount of times I have tried to take myself out of here and all of the struggles that came with it. And I had to emphasize on that video that yes, many, many people have said, get help, get help. And they're right. We should get help. But at the same time, we should make getting help more accessible financially, as well as availability. I couldn't get the help that I needed because I couldn't financially afford it. The average cost of a therapy session is $150 per session. And if you're going every week, that adds up. A lot of us who are making ends meet cannot afford that cost, even though it may mean our lives. And unfortunately, most health insurances does not cover psychological therapy. So 
it definitely put those in a bind who wants the help that they need. In addition to the, the few times that I did try to unalive myself, I have contacted the um, prevention hotline and they have helped, but it only helped at that moment. It really didn't help once I got off the call. So I wanted to make that video because I noticed that there are a lot of people who say, oh, well, they should have just talked to somebody. Oh, they should have just did this. Oh, they should have just did that. But until you're all, until you are in that person's shoes, you have no idea what they were dealing with and why it was so overwhelming, so much so that they had to take themselves out of here. So that's why I'm very empathetic to those who feel that life is not worth living. But if they just go through it and stick around long enough, they'll see at the end that it is. It's completely worth living. And even though I've struggled this year, I'm still a believer that life is worth living and that this season of my life is only temporary. I know that it will get better because of the faith that I have in Jesus Christ and the faith that I have in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And the faith that I have, I can't even say in myself, because I always hold on to my faith in my beliefs. And then I hold on to the faith that I have in myself secondarily. Ooh, is that a word? I'll say secondly, just in case what I just said was not a word. Um, Anyway, so that TikTok resonated with a lot of people because it had to bring in perspective the balance. And I've always been a firm believer of balance. So, and the balance is that just because your life is well doesn't mean that the people that are around you are living well as well. Something to think about. So in conclusion, 2022 has been a learning experience, a learning experience that I hope to never have again, <laughs> but a learning experience nonetheless. And I'm grateful. Also, now it's about that time that I have to make this big confession. Are you ready? Okay. So I am grateful that God has granted me the opportunity to be a voice for singles. I'm grateful to have written books. I'm, I am totally grateful 
for going on platforms such as this one and speaking to singles who are struggling being single. I'm grateful for the opportunity to speak to you all and being a living example that you can be single, be satisfied and be assured in who you are as an individual. I'm a firm believer in that and I'm grateful for that. However, or as I like to say in front of my family and friends, how and ever, ladies and gentlemen and non-binary people, I don't wanna be single anymore. I really don't. I can announce it and publicly say, I don't want to be single anymore. I don't. I don't want to be single anymore. I am so ready to just share my life with a man. I'm no, let me rephrase that. A man who God has anointed and appointed just for me. Yeah, I got to be specific when I put stuff like this out here because I will get a whole bunch of requests and looking at them or talking to them, I know that they don't fit the bill. Because I am a rare commodity, I am a plus size single black woman who has yet to be married and absolutely have no children. Yeah. I, I know that I am ready for marriage now. I am ready to share my life with um, God's anointed one, an appointed one. I am ready to share my bills with my anoint with God's anointed and appointed one. I am ready to share my um, my hopes and my dreams with God's anointed and unappointed one. I'm ready for these things. I'm so ready for it. But I was listening to a pastor a couple of days ago, and her name is um, Pastor Shay Hagerman. I follow her on Facebook, and she did a live recently in her car. And that was a pivotal moment for me. And she spoke about her favorite movie that she watched recently and she had to watch it again and get some perspective on it and it's called the best man with um tay diggs morris chestnuts and not lathan etc and she said that she had to fast forward 
to, I'm sorry, best man holiday, not the best man, not the original best man, but the best man holiday. So it's basically almost a 12 year gap between the first movie and the second movie, which is the best man holiday. So she fast forward to the um, part where Lance played by Morris Chestnut was on the football field and he was distracted. He really didn't get his form and just kept getting upset because he's been so distracted because his wife um, played by Monica Calhoun was basically diagnosed with cancer and she was at her last stage. So when Mia, the wife called Harper played by Tay Diggs while they were out on the field, she said to Harper, let me speak to Lance. So he passed the phone on to Lance and whatever she said on that phone, he straightened up, did what he needed to do, got a touchdown, have helped the team win the game, whole nine yards. And as soon as the game was over, drove immediately back to the house and ran to his wife and spent her final days with him together. And what um, Pastor Shea said stood out to me. And she said, yeah, we desire to be married and have this good looking man, have this, you know, man of God, have this attractive man, have all of these different things when it comes to a spouse that we want. But the question is, can you love them in their sickness? Will you be there for them or will they be there for you when you are in your sickness? When you are not feeling well, will they, the person that you desire to be with, fix you a bowl of chicken noodle soup and some iced tea, me and some hot tea and help you get better? Will they be there for you when you end up getting sick all of a sudden and you end up in the hospital? Will they be there with you in the hospital? Will they encourage you? Will they guide you as you're trying to get better? And another question is, would you do the same thing for that partner that you've always wanted? Will you be there for them in times of trouble? Will you be there for them in times of sickness? Will you be there for them when they need you? Or will you panic, pick up and run? Will you panic when you are needed and you can't be there for them because you're scared. Do you operate on that fight or flight mechanism? 
and you choose to fly, fly rather than fight. It brings a whole new perspective as to warning a spouse for real. And when she took off her wig on camera and showed off her hair and everything and showing her vulnerability to the public on camera and say, this is what my husband have to see. And because this is what my husband have to see, do he wants to see this every night when I take my lashes off, when I take my makeup off, when I take this wig off? Will you still see me as beautiful? That resonated with me so much, you don't seem to understand how much it does. But I can confidently say for myself, yes, I truly believe that I'm ready. I'm ready for all of it. I'm ready for the good and I'm ready for the bad and I'm ready for anything else in between. And I want to experience my next journey with my husband. And that's the stage that I wanna to go to now. And I truly believe that I'm ready for it. So that's my confession. I don't wanna be married. I mean, excuse me, I take that back, the blood of Jesus. I don't wanna be single anymore. Now, don't get me wrong, just because I will be married sooner rather than later doesn't mean that I'm I'm not going to stop doing this podcast. This podcast will continue even if I do get married. So anyway, that's it for me. I thank you so much for joining me today and I wish you all the love success and happiness that this world has to offer you and most of all what God has to offer you and I look forward to what is in store for all of us in 2023. Happy holidays to you all and have a blessed and safe new year. I love you. Take care. Stay blessed. Bye-bye.